Shaga. Thank you, Jesus, for seekers. Seek and you shall find, knock and the door will be opened to you. Ask and you shall receive good measure pressed down and overflowing. Of what? The nine sacred spices of the Garden of Eden. Of the anointing oil of divine love. The Father's anointing towards you. Of the hundredfold glory realm called the Garden of Eden is being poured out. It's fire oil. That's what you're experiencing. Many of you that are high in the spirit, that are yoked to us in reality, so you have the same experiences as me because you're a part of this ministry. What you're experiencing is the fire oil. Huh. The fire oil of the nine sacred spices of the Garden of Eden. That's what the seraphim use to blow torch humanity with divine love to remove the veil. The veil will burn by the nine sacred spice anointing oil of divine love. So, if you got a veil, <laughs> you might need some travail. Amen? <laughs> Sometimes you got to put your head on a mat and weep and wail and convulse and travail and dilate your birth canal and birth the fire of God through your face out of your man womb. Truth anyhow. People are like, well, only women have babies. I don't think so. If men aren't having babies, they're demon-possessed. <laughs> and I'm talking about glory babies, birthing the promises. <laughs> Jesus travailed and birthed salvation for humanity. Where did he travail? Garden of Gethsemane. Crying blood, sweating blood. Talk about travail. Has anyone ever sweated blood? <laughs> I don't think you ever will. But we travail a lot of other stuff. We're birthing all kinds of new stuff this season. It's been wonderful. The most important thing is the divine love because that's what brings in the great harvest of the end times. And you can cultivate that by spending time in the Word and fellowshipping one with another in spirit and building each other up in love. And it is, most importantly, your spouse first. That's why I got P for Penny on my jacket. Yeah. It's most important, your spouse first. You've got to constantly build up your partner, your spouse, with divine love. You can't have a legitimate ministry. I don't care if you're unequally yoked. Trust me. Hosea married a prostitute. Hello? Yeah. Jesus did too. <laughs> Jesus is, hasn't been equally yoked yet. And he's been still serving us for 2,000 years. Come on, somebody. Wow. How great you are is how low you go in humility to serve people that are more like animals than angels. And I say that with all respect, out of love, because it's true. Those that are still in the beast nature, that are utterly clueless about the things of the high heavens, that just want God, but they don't have revelation of God. They desire God, but there's like no way to get them higher in the spirit because they reject the path. They reject the word that would raise them from the dead. So, this is how the Father set this up, that people would pay the price and go so deep in the Spirit that they'd be sealed in the Garden of Eden and cultivate the nine sacred spices of the fire oil of divine love and be able to give it to the children, giving ecstasy to kids, giving free ecstasy to all the school children, all the high schoolers, junior high, college kids. I mean, everyone's going to get high. 
I mean, that's really what we're doing here. We are intentionally getting everybody high on the Garden of Eden, because that's what salvation is. It's called being raised into the high place from the realm of the dead. you got to get high. But you don't get high on anything in the natural. I mean, you can get high on sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and you, you become a serpent nature creature. And listen, there's grace for those people at any point that they turn to the Spirit. So you got to understand how this universe is set up in the New Covenant for 2,000 years. In the dispensation of grace, grace has been abused, no doubt about it. Grace has been abused like you can't even believe. And you know what? The Father is not mad about it. That's something that shocked me because I used to be an angry prophet. Even when I was drunk, I'd be drunk and like an angry drunk. I don't know, those days are gone. God's not even angry at sinners. It's shocking. I know, yeah, they deserve hell. So do you. What's amazing, though, is he just wants to get them high because they're actually in a lesser pleasure, in a lesser love, and they're totally deceived. Their mind is trapped into the natural dimension of the curse of the fall, and God so loved the world that he sent his son so that no one should perish. So there's going to be a demonstration of mercy and love for people that are clueless that think Christianity is about just being good. Most, most Christians, 99% of Christians in the world right now, see Christianity as being good. Like you try to be a good person and you just do good things for people. You know, wow, look at Michael Jordan gave a million dollars to Haiti. And it's like, whoa. You know, stuff like that. And that's cool. I love it. I mean, that blessed my heart seeing him do that. But what really is good is the glory. <laughs> Moses prayed, Father, show me your goodness. Show me your glory. And Jesus said, all my goodness will pass before you. And I'll hide you in the cleft of the rock. Amen? So the goodness of God is the glory of God. And we're transitioning from being good in the human nature to being good in the divine glory nature. And that transition is called metamorphosis. <laughs> Caterpillar, human being, to butterfly, ever-living being, ever-increasing glo increasing glory being. There's an ever-increasing glory being, and there is a fading glory, vain glory being, the two trees in the garden. You got one group of people that do all the stuff to earn salvation. That's a vain glory. And we're going to deal with them in gentleness and in mercy and love because this world is incredibly deceiving. And if you have revelation, now also gain humility to get up underneath people at a level that's a kindergarten level of talk. Jesus Christ dumbed down the most intense mystical things and spoke at a seventh grade level so that the people could understand what he's saying. He's a, God's a genius, but he doesn't sound smart to impress people. They, said, they called him a rambling idiot. They educated people. A rambling idiot. How does this carpenter's son know so much? And they, you know, the Areopagus with Paul in Acts 17. What is this rambling idiot trying to say? Over and over. Because you dumb it down to a kindergarten level so that anyone can eat it and digest it because it's about having the angelic manifestation inside the container of the word. Eating love apples. Once you get to the level of feeding people love apples, we've been feeding people joy oranges for 10 years. The joy oranges are great. Go back to the joy oranges and feast on the joy oranges. But this is the season of the love apples. Love apples are containers 
of the Father's love with angel manifestations inside every word. We're moving from a season of teaching to demonstration. That's what God the Father told me today. From teaching to demonstration. And you've already seen a lot of demonstration, but you're going to see the fullness of the Word of God demonstrated before your eyes. Not by humans, but by angels. By angels. Truth, anyhow, it is written. At the end of the age, the angels are the workers. It is written. The angels are the workers now. Anyone that chooses to be a worker forfeits their inheritance as being a king and queen and a priest of the Melchizedek order. Because you're doing angelic work. This is new covenant. This ain't old covenant where humans do works. This is new covenant. New covenant is you're a citizen of a kingdom. You're a king and a priest. Angels go to war for you. Angels do all the works for you. If you're doing the works, you're not in your kingly anointing yet. And, well, hopefully Satan doesn't have your birthright, but he probably does. It's a time of restoring your birthright of a citizen of no ordinary city, heavenly Jerusalem. You need to have that name written on your forehead, which means your mind renewed to being a citizen of the kingdom, a citizen of the glory, a citizen of that world. <laughs> Amen. The world of God, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, the glory realm and the house of wine. Suddenly, he transported me into the house of wine. You know the verse? Let's go there. Song of Songs. We're going to do a scripture today. Just so religious people know that we're still on track. Amen. Song of Songs 2-4. <laughs> Suddenly, he transported me into his house of wine. He looked upon me with his unrelenting love divine. And again, Song of Songs 612, which is the area code in Minneapolis. Then suddenly my longings transported me. The des desire. You get a taste for God, but to go to the next dimension, the higher glory dimension, the next level, the greater clarity, the perfect, all the power of the ages to come, it takes desire. Only those that want more of God gain more of God. People that are content with church will never taste this power. We are fiends. That's how we got here today. We are fiends. We are glory fiends. We never said no to feasting on more, even in realms that people persecuted. I don't care. I mean, I want so much more of God. I want to see what this new covenant is. I want to see how far down the rabbit hole we can go and how much we can fully live in Wonderland. Amen? Turns out there's no cap. It's a drug addict's dream come true. It is. Because there's no cap to how high you can get in God. Prophecy fulfilled. I will make you more high than every drug addict. Amen? And he is. This fire oil... For two weeks, it felt like I'm on the verge of overdosing and dying for two weeks. But the only reason I have a grid for living this close to feeling like I'm dying, overdosing on the nine sacred spice anointing oil, fire oil of the seraphim, is because I overdosed 20 times on the counterfeit before and I had no fear of death then. What am I going to do now? You think God's going to kill me? If God didn't kill me back then when I'm serving the devil, He's not going to kill me now when I'm serving Him in the love, in the joy, in wisdom. Amen. Get a grid for it. And take your high 
to a higher level in the anointing oil. Rise higher, stay higher. Who, oh, who cares what anyone thinks? Oh, they're going to think. Yeah, they're going to think you're high because you are high. You're high. You're high and exalted. You're lifted up into the heavenly glory realm. They need to see you high. And of course the carnal mind will misunderstand it. That's on purpose. The Father set that up that way because it's a stumbling block to the wisdom of this world. That's what the Scripture said. If I'm out of my mind, it's for you. If I'm out of my mind, it's for God. If I'm in my mind, it's for you. You need to be so out of your mind for God that people can see God on you. I don't want to be in my mind for you. I want to be out of my mind for God in ecstasy all the time, demonstrating the glory through my face, burning and blazing, drunk, high. People think you're on every drug combined all the time, looking like you're about to overdose any moment. That's how you need to live to demonstrate the full power of the anointing oil. Jesus in the light, you'd be surprised. Oh my gosh. You'd be shocked how Jesus actually lived. (laughs) Jesus lived so high. Can you imagine what he's feeling in Matthew 17 when his face turned into a a sun? That's what the Bible says. His face turned into a sun, an S-U-N. Can you imagine all the explosive power, the hydrogen, the helium, combusting inside your face? That's how high Jesus Christ of Nazareth felt all the time. Come on. And you're going to feel that high too. You just got all this religious junk and, and all the counterfeits of lust and the drugs and alcohol of the world that you're wasting all your time on. That's the stuff that you give up for divine pleasure. You have to bring sacrifice. You have to pour out Esau's bowl of soup. Every degree of pleasure. For 20 years I've been going from glory to glory. I was born in the hundredfold glory realm. I was born on the throne of glory, October 15, 1999. And I tell you the truth, every single degree of the renewing of my mind cost me the pleasures of the flesh. Every step of the way for 20 years. No exception. You have to bring sacrifice of the natural to grow in the spiritual. No exception ever. It's free. And what does it cost you? The pleasure of the natural realm. Oh, it does. It costs you your idols. It costs you your death. It costs you your control. It it costs you your understanding. Lean not on your own understanding and trust in Him and He will lead and direct your paths. The paths of oil, the paths of butter. The narrow path of the prophetic fire. Going from glory to glory on every angelic word that came from your Father in heaven. That's how you rise. There are sapphire stones that you walk on, which is every word from God. And where does the word of God come from? Through believers' hearts, through you and I. We speak the words of life and we raise the dead with every angelic prophetic word. There's power in our words. In your mouth is the power for life or death because you are the anointed people of the Most High God. Our problem is is we've used our mouths oftentimes for death and destruction. It's called anointed witchcraft. I've done it. I've had to repent like a thousand times from it. Oh my gosh. There's not a Christian that hasn't practiced anointed witchcraft, so you're in that ballpark too. You learn how to stop speaking your words and start speaking the Father's words as Christ is fully formed in you and you're perfected in divine love. That's where you need to go. Getting perfected in divine love and only speak what your Father's speaking. Only do what your Father's doing. And the Father is wild. I saw the Father last week in a vision, closing my eyes 
and just waiting upon Him and just worshiping Him and loving Him and just breathing Him in and letting my mind rise and went through a wormhole and I saw the Father at the end of the wormhole and it was a man of light with waves of light pouring off of Him. I saw His face. I saw His, his white hair. It, he, our Father is light within light. And it burned an imprint on my mind. And for two weeks, I've been on the verge of what felt like overdosing on His glory. It's been the strongest anointing in my entire life. And that's why everyone's junk is getting burned to the surface, including mine. Because no one's made perfect in love yet. <laughs> no one. The sons of God are getting perfected by growing in revelations of divine love. And it might be the most advanced stuff in Christianity that's been here for 2,000 years. But once you've seen the Father, I feel pretty immature. <laughs> I do. Looking at the standard of the bar of God, and the standard is the Father Himself, the light within the light, I feel pretty insignificant. It's humbling. You need to see the Father. And then see Him on the inside. When I came out of that vision, He didn't depart. I could see him behind my face, that same exact man of light. I worship you, Father. I worship you, Father, within these temples of the Holy Spirit. Your bodies are the temple of that man of light. He is not so far through the wormhole. That's just how far I need to go in the resurrection of my mind to know him face to face physically through my soul. And I'm not far. That wormhole took like 10 seconds. <laughs> it's true. Some people have to go through the wormhole two minutes because their mind's so distant from God. It took me ten seconds. Our minds are getting transfigured because we have a lot of revelation. Our hearts are built up in love. I can see the Father all the time inside my body. You need to get so purified in your heart that you can see all the fire of God the Father burning through your birth canal. Out of your belly flowing rivers, travailing and birthing, the kingdom of heaven inside you. Luke 17, 21. Amen? When Christ is in you and you realize the glory, where do you realize Him? Where, where are these rivers of glory? John 7:30. out of your innermost being will flow rivers. Where are these rivers? They come out of your spirit, and when your spirit is under sin and death and the law, it's dormant in your birth canal for both men and women, because men have wombs also. It's called the womb of the morning star, rising in your hearts for the day to dawn through your face. It's true. So when the sons of God manifest, there will be such a revelation and a divine plumbing of the temple of the Holy Spirit that will activate every person's womb in the world for their spirit to hatch out their flesh. That's what's about to happen. That's the great awakening of the end times. That the fire of God will burn so hot, snap, crackle, and pop in perfect love towards everyone's spirit through their flesh, that's why He pours out His Spirit and we pour out our Spirit on all flesh, to hatch these people and crack the shell and let their Spirit come forth out of the cave, out of the curse, to live in Eden once again that we shall provide as our marriage canopy covering of love and mercy, the greatest apostolic covering of all time of the Bride of Christ and the friends of the Bridegroom. It's important you understand. Jesus is only here inside each other. To the measure that you know Him on the inside is the measure that Jesus Christ has returned through man and woman. Amen? The body of Christ. And we build up the body of Christ with revelation, knowing Him intimately with wisdom and revelation inside each other, having love feasts, 
divine love, agape love growing, getting all the junk out, working through our issues because we love each other unconditionally, because we same, came from the same Father. We're all brothers and sisters, born of the Spirit of God. So you can love brothers and sisters. We're family. You can love your divine family. And yeah, everyone's a mess. Everyone's different. Everyone likes different stuff. But when you get the Father's blueprint for His kingdom, you'll just fall in love. Oh, I see what the Father wants to do now. I got the vision. I got the blueprint. I got the revelation. I can love my brothers and sisters, build up their hearts, even while they're still infants in Christ, serving demons, bewitched in the natural dimension, not knowing who they are, blind leading the blind, walking around like zombies. And you use your words to build up their spirit and to awaken their minds to who they are in the spirit. And it feels better than the natural, so they begin to obey the spirit and obey the river. Soon enough, there's a Matthew 17 dilation of the fullness of the Father being birthed out of their birth canal right through their face, and they manifest as sons of God. And you just see that it's like a nuclear holocaust just burning through their faces. Like that dude on Thor, the enemy, where he shoots fire out of his face like a circle, laser. That's what you look like, transfigured. God has already seen it finished. All you got to do is say yes and get the doubt and unbelief out of you and just let the Father perfect you from the inside out and all of the grave clothes and everything you hold on to and cover yourself in the natural dimension burns off and you rise up into the angelic dimension and you begin to take your seat in the heavens, the seat at the Father's table, your seat of power, your seat of authority, your destiny, your scroll, all of it begins to manifest. Everything becomes clear who God created you to be as an eternal being and the temporal fades away and the, and the eternal comes forth now. That's why it's the end times, the end of time. Because we burn off the temporal and we manifest our eternal divine nature as kings and queens of heavenly Jerusalem from the angelic heavenly sphere over the earth in a marriage canopy covering of love and mercy in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So a seed in that word, partner with us. We're doing tons of media exploits. We hired a media firm to actually start new pages for us and target and market the occult clubbers and all kinds of specific people. But we're really going after it. There's 50 million people in the U.S. that are interested in the occult and we're hitting them by the thousands. We've hit like 400,000 already this month. We could turn it up. We could hit 100 million people a day if people started donating big time. I mean, we're going after this. We're taking the media mountain. You need to understand that. Media is a principality. It's written in Daniel 8.10. The principality, the demonic king called media, M-E-D-I-A. Media and Persia, the two kings that opposed Daniel healing the world. And Daniel destroyed those demonic kings, those demonic principalities, and one of them is media. In order to take Western civilization, you have to conquer media, and we're anointed to do it. God the Father is bringing together a team here of skilled people that are going after the occult, going after the New Agers, going after the clubbers, going after Christians to build them up in more revelation after everyone and to take the whole media mountain for the anointing oil of Mount Zion. Donate at RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.